I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. You're dang right I'm ready to become the hero. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another insane week of The Real Brian Show. You know, recently we talked about the danger of fishing, you know, like actually going out and trying to catch fish because let's just say it's dangerous, you know. Most people, they they cast the line, they hook themselves, they rip their eyeballs out. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's a really dangerous sport to me. Fit, no, I'm talking about fishing as in like pH, ransomware, you know, those things you get over email. We talked about the danger of that, all the scams that were going on. So today, we're going to be talking about how to protect your data and yourself and loved ones online. Lord Thunder will be joining us to help you cover your butts. And in addition to a few other fun things, I have a Marvel movie rewatch list for you to prep for Avengers Endgame because, well, it, it's out today. So let's rock it. Hello, Captain Influence. I'm the real Brian. Hello, I'm Nero. Well, thanks for joining me. You're back. How you doing We're today, back. Sunny boy? <laughs> back for another week of hijinks and craziness. Yes. You know what I was thinking of is join the zany antics of the real Brian and Captain Influence. The zany and zany antics. Just, yeah. Yeah. Right. The insanity. That is TRBS. Insane. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're not as insane. We're so as some insane. Are think. we? Are we just kind of crazy and nuts and like goofy and? I think so. Because the things that I think boring. about doing on this show, uh, I usually don't. And maybe it's time to start doing it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> just do it. I go. Do it, oh, whatever. I got this great idea. Yeah, we thought Pull of all a, the stops out. We thought of a really great idea. So Johnny Pistol Shot, who's been on the show a couple times. He wanted to do Johnny Pistol Shot's profane movie reviews. That'd be so cool. Yeah, and he's like, I said, but it's a positive show. He goes, yeah, you'd bleep it out. Kind of like R2-D2, yeah, you know? A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of bleeps. That'd be funny. Exactly, yeah. R2-D2 was the most profane character in all of stories today. Yeah, he was worse than Eddie Murphy by hands yeah, down. totally. So he yeah. said he would come in and he'd talk about how ridiculous the show was, and it was beep, 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 beep. You know, I hated that movie. Anyway... <laughs> We have, I like it. We Put have a some stamp good ideas, and I thought, oh, man, what? Uh, I have great ideas sometimes. You know what, though? I kinda, No, but I know his brother who. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Zany. That was zany. That was so oh, man. zany. Um, uh. I have a dream. I have a dream that I'd like to share with you. Please. Yeah, I have a dream that. I love dreaming. Someday, all chickens will be treated equal. I they'll digress. all be roasted or they'll all be braised or they'll all be fried. Yeah, sure. Let your imagination run wild. Yeah. No, uh, really what my dream is, and I was thinking about this the other day because everybody knows this. This has been a very challenging calendar year so far. 2019 yeah. just, and it's like just when I go, okay, I'm on the right, we're moving forward. Something else happens. 
And just last week, another big thing happened in a negative way. And I'm just like, dear Lord in heaven, this is just, this is a challenge. So mm-hmm. I made a declaration actually to, uh, to Sarah and to Lord thunder. I said, we are going to grab 2019 by the horns and yep. we're going to, we're going to honk these hooters. That's what I said. We are going to get out and we are going to do some serious hooter honking. We're going to rock the rest of 2019 starting today. We're not waiting for 2020. No, so, who needs to? By the way, for those of you who are like hooter honking, what? Come on, go watch Better Off Dead with John Cusack, 1985. He talks about, well, honk my hooters. We have now turned that into when you honk hooters, you're gaming, you're having a good time. It's like, let's honk. Let's have a fun time. That's what it means now. Yeah. So that's our translation. Yeah. I just want to make sure you're thinking like, well, what? So I don't want to do so that. Honk with us. Yes. So the dream, and I've been talking about this for a very long time, and I've never ever made this a reality because I've been either, I don't know, call it scared to call it discouraged. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many people have either laughed at this idea discouraged me because, oh, Brian, that's not realistic. And, you know, good luck. Why don't you go, you know, be serious now. So here's the dream to do this full time, to be paid to be the host of the real Brian show. And, or, you know, if we ever do a network or additional shows, which is totally fine with me, by the way, if it ever needs to be that way, basically to be doing this kind of stuff, full time hosting, full time, getting paid to do it. You know, sure. I still have a couple clients I work with, always going to help them out for as long as they need me. But this is what I really want to be doing. And I can't tell you how many people have been discouraging me, you know, over the years. Like, that's a nice side thing. Keep it a side thing, but go do the real work. And so I've listened to that. But after everything that's gone on this year, I finally went, dude, life's short, man. I'm going to do this full time. Do it. That is my dream. And for those of you who are podcasters as well that have that same dream, join me. Let's rock this. I mean, seriously, let's do this. Let's get to the point where, you know, for those of you who have day jobs, you can quit your day jobs and do this full time. I mean, don't quit them yet. <laughs> Let's get you there first. <laughs> We're going to get Brian there. said he said I could quit my day job and I'd be rich instantly. Well, uh, you know, you could be you didn't say that you didn't say that if Thanos snapped his fingers yet once again. Oh, oh. man, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you laugh. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. Speaking of Thanos, I'm going to talk about a little Marvel movie rewatch list for you. I realized the movie came out, what, today slash last night, depending on when you you went to the, you know, the the late night showing or the early morning showing. If you actually got tickets. True. For those of you who have not already seen Avengers Endgame, I have a little rewatch list for you to prep for it so that you're going, what in the Sam? What? What is the Infinity Stone? plural by the way there's six of them but you know somebody's like what is uh, don't worry we're gonna we got you covered but before we go there i just wanted to ask you captain influence Ooh, how's your mother uh, no I'm, I'm kidding how are oh, you yeah. how are you <laughs> how's your mother I, I started getting into into the uh sean connery voice there yeah <laughs> how's my mother huh oh yes well uh she's uh she's Sitting on your lap right now, real Brian. Why don't you ask her yourself? You know, I was wanting her to stay a while and listen. Oh, no. Now you're doing Deckard Kane. <laughs> oh, man. So I, we mentioned, was it last week or the week before we were playing Diablo 3? 
Yeah. Going back, you've joined in on that too. I love Deckard's voice, man. That's just one of the greatest voice acting characters of all time. Talking like this, you have quite a treasure in that Roderick Cube. Yeah, that's pretty fun to do. I love it, man. He's he's a he's a great (laughs) voice. I just maybe we should do the show like this. Well, but it would take like two hours. Well, to answer your question, my mother's doing great. How's your mother? Good, fantastic. Awesome. Why'd you ask? Actually, I really didn't care. I was wondering how you were doing. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. I've been awesome. Good. I can't complain. I have nothing but white people problems. Everything's pretty good. <laughs> my wife and I are very, very seriously oh considering moving to Canada in the next 10 years. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I'm excited. So I hope that happens. And I hope to leave all of you behind and join <laughs> The Great White North. You know, um, talk to the Canadians first thing. because you want to make sure that, you know, it, the grass is always greener, right? So talk to our fellow Canadian listeners and friends who live in Canada and experience Canada on a day in, day out basis and, and see, you know, because they may be like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Come here. It's awesome. It's great. Or they might say, you know, no matter where you live, there's always a set of problems. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm not that naive. We have kind of a plan in place, but that's a good point. Uh, Canadian listeners, please feel free to throw your uh, support or your rejection, your, your rejection yeah. onto the Slack group. And I will be sure to respond. Yeah. Well, you know, Garrett Wong did it, so it can happen. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett, you're the man. Yep. Tell Can't us how it really is. Panama, no, man. Anyway. That's where it's at. Move to Panama because there's Absolutely a lot of expats not. down there, man. Seriously. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You don't want to go to Panama. I don't want to go anywhere where it might not be politically stable Dude, in the near future. If you and anywhere up, south of this border is if, in that category, you, whether you like it or not, if you team up with the right people, you know, the right families, I'm doing air quotes here. You've got it made, man. You're set. You could just do a couple little runs at night, you know, on the side. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Let's fine. just say I, I like it cold. You know what we're going to do next week? We were talking about doing it this week, but we're going to push it off yet one more week because we need to put so much priority on this. I want it to have the time that it deserves and the attention. And I want you all to be involved in this. And also, by the way, Star Wars Day is next Saturday. So in honor of Star Wars Day weekend, we're going to call it that. Yeah, we're going to be doing our journey to the future next week. Now, quick explanation, Captain Influence. What is it that we want from the community? We would like anyone and everyone listening to send in either text it on Slack group or in Discord or send us a audio bit of what technologies you would love to see in the near or distant future. Just for fun. The more the merrier. Pepper us with your ideas uh, <laughs> and we will add them to the conversation. Yes. If you right. want to do that, please send it in. You can email me a recording if you want trb at realbryanshow.com. By the way, all of these things we mentioned are in the show notes. So if you just go to realbryanshow.com slash 159, which is the number of the episode, you can even just go to Real Brian Show if you can't remember the number. And all at the bottom of the links, there's email, there's Slack, there's Discord. All that stuff is there. So it doesn't matter how you send it. But if you don't want to speak and you just want me to read your actual blurb you know out loud then yeah email it to us or send it to us on facebook or slack or whatever totally up to you how you do it but we'd love to do it one of the things too are you okay with this i was going to ask people to also say what technology you know let's say when you were a kid what technology did you want to see that came true or hasn't come true as well kind of go along with that yeah 
Okay. Totally. That, go, that totally goes with the topic. So absolutely. Sweet. Because I've got a lot of go fun nuts. stories to share on that part. Yeah, totally. Go nuts. We're making an episode of it and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. And of course, next week we will do our Avengers Endgame review. Non-spoiler, of course. So two solid, awesome topics I can't wait for. But today, let's get into this personal online security thing. You know, it's good to have your connections protected, your audio protected. Well, if you're that protected, why is somebody breaking into our signal right now? Oh, geez. Who is this? Yeah, I think this is Copter Carl, actually. This is Copter Carl? That Lord Thunder guy, is the, that's the fake guy. This is Copter Carl. This is the real Carl. <sighs> that's true. Yeah, man. but you're way less annoying than Copter Carl. I, I, I'm calling your bluff. This is BS. <laughs> you are putting the BS in the TRBS today, Carl. This is Lord Thunder. What's up, guys? Lord Thunder, welcome. <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks. It's going, you know, just just here doing my thing. You know, you know how that is. Yeah. How's everything with you? Good, man. Can't complain. This is the one of the busiest Fridays I've had in years, but here we are. Hi, hi Captain. How and, you doing, Captain? And it's only I'm the, good, the early morning. <laughs> You're good, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to call you Lord from, forget Thunder, just going to be like, oh. hello, Lord. I, I kind of like the way that sounded, actually. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. When you're it like, kind of rolls off the tongue. You know, when somebody says, oh my God, you could be like, you know, Lord Thunder will suffice. Except some people are going to think you're Lord, like L-O-R-D-E. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Remember her? Lordy. Oh, oh yeah. Remember Lordy? Remember her music? She just put out an album I mean, we, last year, dude. Did you miss it? I mean, we look alike. We look alike. I just don't sound like her. Yeah, that's true. You you really do look a lot like Lordy. The the I know. interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't it's it? kind of bizarre. I mean, you could literally pass as her twin. You just you have a much deeper voice. But beyond that, and, uh, I'm a California tan. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Let's get to this. We've got to talk about this whole personal online security thing. Mentioned this last week. Well, let's just say I dealt with a little bit of an issue with that and Lord Thunder helped me out. And I'm like, dude, you need to get on the show. We need to, we need to help out our, our fellow peeps here. Homies. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah it was pretty exciting. One of these days, he's actually going to get on the show, the real Mike, and he's going to talk as well. Cause he's real passionate about this as well. But Lord Thunder was available at last minute. You know, <laughs> we had to pay him a large sum of money, kind of like the Saudi Arabian Prince issue. So it was uh, pretty cool, actually. You accept Bitcoin, right? Yeah, just don't forget to send me the other 50% at the end of this call. Okay, no problem. So we want to do that. got to make sure that happens. But let's just dive right in to the fear that comes with being online. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's, what's wrong with being online? <laughs> You're going to die. We're online right now. They're I'm not coming scared. for you. <laughs> okay, Lord Thunder, tell us. Tell us the dangers of what's going on. Well, with I'm, just, I'm just going to call it online hygiene. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's oh, my okay. word. Okay. Just like in life, right? You need to, you have to be smart when you're online. Just don't do things that, for instance, phishing scams, right? Those, those, they, they get a lot of people and they get a lot of people because they look like real emails, right? For instance, if you get an email, a rogue email from like Apple or Google and you have products from them, they know your name. So if it says dear Carl.Simmons81 at me.com, that's not correct. That, yeah. That's our first sign of a phishing scam, right? Uh, second sign, you want to look for typos and spelling, grammatical errors, all that. You'll find those in emails as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of grammar but issues. The, 
the most important one is the domain. So if you look at Apple's domain, right, you always have an email at apple.com, applesupport.com. If you get an email that says admin at some random guy in Texas.com, you know that's not Apple. Or just a bunch of letters. Or Russia, or China. Right, or China, or Africa, right? Because it's well known in Africa too. So so you just want to protect yourself from that kind of stuff. Just if, if the email looks suspicious, if you have no idea what this email is, Delete it. Don't even click on it. Just delete it, right? Okay. Let me clarify. Is opening the email itself a problem? Because if you're like, oh. It depends. Yeah, that depends on the app you're using, right? So you want to make sure the app you're using. Uh, I know Apple Mail doesn't do it by default. Outlook doesn't do it by default. And we, I think we verify that Thunderbird, Thunderbird doesn't do it by default either. But Correct. Some email clients will load remote content from the email in the background. That you want to make sure is disabled. Remote content. So essentially, like if there's a link, it will load it, that remotely, even though you haven't clicked on the link. Right. It'll, it'll prefetch it for you, basically. So when you click on that link, it's already loaded. You get instant access to that link. But if it's wow. loading it in the background, it could be dropping that malware on your computer without you knowing about it. Wow. And in case anyone's wondering, I don't think Gmail does that either, right? Gmail doesn't do it. It's right. some of the... It's some of the really small third-party clients that really do that kind of thing. Some of them will have an option, and you might click that option thinking it's a good thing. It's not a good thing. You always want to have that disabled. So what is it called then? To, where, where do you go? You go into your settings. You go to what? Well, that's the thing. There's no standard for it, right? It could be sure. called remote content. It could be called... Um, what we can do is look at some of these email apps, and we'll throw something in our show notes where, you know, for Mozilla Thunderbolt third, it's called this. Okay. Or... Apple is called this for Google is called this. We could do something like that. Put it in the show notes. That way, you know, the listeners have access to uh, what they need to change basically because there's no standard. Like I said, it could be in settings. It could be in view. It could be in uh, preferences. It's all different for how these uh, vendors handle their, their own softwares basically. Sure. Yeah. And you know, when I get emails that have links in them, it's either very obvious that this is from a friend or it's like, you know, I don't know if this friend sent it or not. So I'm going to contact them and ask first. Or this is clearly not someone that I know. Definitely don't click on the link. But, you know, you're right. Like I've gotten a lot of emails from, say, PayPal, Amazon, Apple, you know, like you mentioned some of those. And you're thinking, oh, crap, like I got to I got to take care of this. And I'm like, wait a minute. This looks kind of fish, even though it'll have like their, you know, their little email footer. It'll have the correct right. logo. The, I mean, right. it'll look legit. And then you look at the email address that it came from. And then you're just like, yeah, that's definitely not. It's. I mean, it's One. clearly not. One quick little tip to to supplement what you're saying, Carl, is if you hover in your in your browser, if you hover over the email sender, it'll show you the domain. The domain. Yeah, it'll show you so the domain. Correct. You don't even have Good. to open the email. So just hover over the the whoever's sending it, or like Apple Support, if it says that, and, and it says, uh, "Attention, such and such, your your account has recently been accessed. Please, you know, da da da." Hover over the sender's name and it'll show you the domain name. If it looks even a little weird, just don't trust it. Yeah. Delete it. Get rid of it. It's the same thing for phone calls, right? You'll get phone calls as well from you know people. It's really common from people in Africa that will call you and say, hey, I'm support for Microsoft. Uh, we found that there's suspicious software on your computer. Please allow us remote access and we can fix it for you. Do not do that. That's absolutely... They're going to throw some malware on your computer. They're going to they're gonna encrypt your stuff, basically. And they're going to uh, try and get some ransomware out of you. So you want to stay away from those kind of things. Apple, Microsoft, all the big, well-known companies will never contact you that way. If you have a 
security breach. Again, they know your name. So if they're contacting you saying, hey, valued user or something like that, or they're putting your email address out there, that those are signs that they don't know who you are. It's a, it's a random, bogus email, or it's a call from some random person. And like I said, it's Africa most of the time, mm-hmm. where they're trying to get something out of you. And typically, those calls will lead into ransom. They'll encrypt your computer. They won't, they'll, they won't give you the key. They'll ask you for Bitcoin. And even when you pay them, they won't, they won't unencrypt your stuff, your data, your data is gone. So just be careful with that kind of stuff. If you don't know, if you get a random call or that you don't know anything about, hang up. If you get random emails, that What happens if someone gets their data encrypted? God forbid. Is their only option to format their hard drive or what can they do? Well, it's encrypted, so you can't format it most of the time because the drive is encrypted. You have to know the password to format it. So you have to throw you have to physically throw your computer away. You have to pop the drive out basically and put another hard drive in it. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Right. Now hopefully you have a backup of that data because that data is gone. It's encrypted and only one person has the key and that's the hacker. So what's next? There's ways to protect yourself. One of the main ways to protect yourself on Windows is don't install Norton, don't install McAfee. Microsoft has Windows Defender that's built into the operating system and it does a very good job. So that's all you need to protect yourself. Um, okay, if you're interesting. On your, yeah, just use Windows Defender. It updates when Windows updates. It'll keep you protected. Microsoft is very good at uh, making sure they update the, the virus signatures as well. So mm. you're going to be good to go with that. So um, if somebody has McAfee, Norton, delete them immediately. Get rid uninstall of it. Well, okay. McAfee's of always been a complete joke. What about Bitdefender? I actually use that. Is that a waste of money? Bitdefender is good, but you don't need any of those if you have uh, Windows Defender installed. Okay. You, you just don't need them. Yeah, so it's, you're just wasting money. And the thing with it as well is uh, those virus scanners require almost like root access to your computer. Root access to any software is not a good thing, not even for admin. You want to make sure a software does not need root access to your computer in order to work. Okay. So Windows, you're good with Windows Defender. If you're on your favorite website, and we all know what websites those are, and you get a pop-up that says, hey, <laughs> let's install MacKeeper to keep your site protected or your computer protected, don't install that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't install that. that. Don't install those pop-ups once, you know, we, we scan your computer, we found this these many bugs, click this link, we'll install software, we'll fix it. Stay away from those. Those are, those are bad. Again, Windows, you're protected with Windows Defender. It comes with Windows. Microsoft puts it in there. You're good to go. Don't, don't overthink it. It's going to protect you. With Apple, they have a gatekeeper that actually runs in the cloud as well, and it actually runs on the system, and that keeps you protected just as well as Windows Defender does it. So with Mac, you're good. If for any reason you want to have some extra protection against like phishing scams, uh, websites, you can lock down websites, you can block advertisements. I always recommend Sophos as a company. Sophos has a, a home solution that's really good priced and it runs very well. It, it doesn't suck up your memory. It doesn't bother you every two minutes popping up. Hey, we found this one. We found this one. It just does everything in the background. And it works very well. So in case you want something extra, definitely look at Sophos. But other than that, I recommend just using the built-in software. That's S-O-P-H-O-S, by the way. Sophos. Correct. S-O-P-H-O-S. Correct. What about uh, Malwarebytes? Uh, Malwarebytes is good. That's a good software. I've never had any issue with Malwarebytes. I've run that, I've ran that software for maybe a couple of years, and it's always been great. So that's not that 
the free one even works very well. It just it's pretty slow on updates. The premium version is pretty good. Like I said, I, I've used it for a couple of years. I haven't had any issues with it. It's mainly like Norton and McAfee. And Norton is well known for locking up your internet when you don't subscribe. You know, your license runs out. It causes all kinds of havoc on your computer. Oh my so, God, I see. Yeah, so those kind of softwares, I just say stay away from them. They're just not good. Sure. It's, it's, they're kind of viruses in themselves. Or viruses, right. like, I guess. So if say. I so, get rid of Bitdefender, Lord Thunder, and... Uh, and I'm I'm going to be relying on on Microsoft's um, built-in software. If if I go to my special sites and I get a virus, I'll be I'll come a knocking. Well, that was your yeah, choice for going to those special sites for the on the <laughs> in the first place, man. <laughs> you play with fire, you're going to get burned, baby. But <laughs> just make sure you turn it on after you remove that other bit defender. Right. Uh, hey, I'm going to throw in their VPN like a software VPN. That's something Mike recommended to me a while back. And, you know, private internet access is one of them. There's a ton of them out there, but I know that one's pretty good and it's not too expensive, but there's a lot of, lot of benefit from VPNs, especially if you're somebody who goes to coffee shops or any kind of public Wi-Fi uses your computer or your phone on their public Wi-Fi. You have absolutely no protection whatsoever. If you're on the public Wi-Fi, like you're completely open to anything and anyone at that point. Unless you have something like a VPN or whatever that, you know, scrambles you and changes you base changes your location and doesn't track your history or anything like that. You know, chances of anyone well, cracking you is a lot less at that point. I'm glad you said that because not all VPNs are created equally. Some VPNs yeah. will actually store some data about your connection. Yeah. Those are the ones you don't want. You want a VPN provider that does not store anything about you. They, they know nothing about you. That's right? why you that's why private internet access was recommended is because they don't they don't store anything. Private internet access is that a company? Is that a browser? It's a company. It's a VPN. Okay. It's a company. Yep. Do you recommend a browser for VPN like like uh, like Opera or anything like that? No, no, like uh, like Tor, like Tor is going to be your best bet. So bare bones um, that it's not even a good experience. So as long as you are using, like, if you're using Chrome, Firefox, you know, Safari, just stay away from Internet Explorer and Edge. Just don't even do that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as you have a VPN, like if you're at a coffee shop, you have a VPN running in the operating system, your browser is fine. You're, you're good. You don't have to worry about that. And by the way, private Internet access works on, you know, PC, Mac and all phones. So basically, if you if you don't know how to set up a VPN on your system, Google it for yeah. whatever your setup is, and there's probably going to be instructions out there. Although, you know, yeah, so we could do a training that's, at some that's point. That's a little different. That's a little different, though. So a VPN software that, that blocks your appearance to the internet is different from a VPN that you tunnel back to your computer at home. You see what I mean? Right. So sure. they're slightly different. Uh, the VPN that you just install and you click turn on, those are the ones that kind of mask your IP from your carrier, pretty much. Basically, it just masks your IP. That's what it does. It, it, encrypts your, it encrypts your data and it masks your IP. Those are usually pretty easy to set up. You just install the software and turn it on, pretty much. Translate I'm that not sure to about, layman's terms. It essentially makes you invisible, protects your data, essentially. Yeah, so if, if you're searching, let's say you're on Netflix at home, right, and... Your IP says, hey, this internet protocol, this IP address that your computer has, the carrier knows where it belongs and knows what address it is. So when you go to Netflix, Netflix knows, okay, this IP is coming from 
this person that lives right here, right? But when you're in a VPN, what Netflix sees is the VPN's IP. They don't see you at all. They see the VPN's IP. If so you're you end outside up getting the, to watch more stuff. <laughs> right. So if you're outside of the country, you could tell Netflix, I'm actually in the country, right? You could tell the VPN, make it seem like I'm actually in the country. And then your Netflix will work just like normal, basically. Hmm. So it basically just masks your IP, basically. It tells, That's it cool. blocks you on the internet and it covers your IP from, from the world, basically. That's if neat. someone's scanning or trying to trace you, they're going to get the IP of the VPN, not your actual IP on your device. Yeah. So it's good. It's good extra protection. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one of the things we didn't so, mention, which is huge, is change your passwords. I mean, do at, at least 16, you know, characters. I'm starting to do 24 now where it's random. It's ah, got symbols so and uppercase numbers, letters, everything, and just go crazy and use something like LastPass or what was the other one you use, Lord Thunder? Uh, I use one password. Okay. They work the same, right? Essentially. Are those phone apps or are those on your desktop? Both. They're phone, desktop, and web apps. And okay. They have them all. Yep. Got it. So it's essentially you you maintain one password in your head, one really strong password, and then you have that app make really long, complicated, unrealistic uh, passwords for everything else. Interesting. So the only password you're remembering is the password to get into the app. And the app does everything else after that. Now, one thing that's really cool is, and I don't know about 1Password, but LastPass does not store the data on their, basically their servers at all. And they got uh, attacked a couple of years ago. Somebody tried to hack them, but there's no data for them to find. And I don't know how it works, but it's really, really cool. It's the same with 1Password. Okay, good. So either one of those, use them and change your passwords. Because yeah, if if people are, (laughs) it was so funny. I was listening to somebody and they said, oh, I'm going to put my password as, and it was like, you know, the name of somebody. And I think it was like five letters. And I went, you know, that's easy to crack. <laughs> you might as well not even have a password. Yeah. It's, um, it's something, if you go, I, I don't know, there are numbers. It's, I'm just going to make something up right now, but if you go from like, let's say it's like a four digit password is, let's say it's three days, for instance, right? A six digit password is like 96 years or something like that. Like uh, it's random, but okay. every digit you add to that password it increases it to the point where the world is going to end before they can break this password with brute force, basically. So okay. it's always good to start with six and go up to like as far as you can. Some sites won't allow you to go past eight. Some won't allow you to go past 10. Some won't let you use special characters. It just depends on the site. So just do the best you can for what site you're trying to create a password for. And some sites force you to use all those things. Yeah, true. Some, yeah, some of them force you to use every one of those. I've been successful with 24 with all of the various characters so far i haven't had any issues yet yeah 16 is good some sites don't like ampersands for some reason though i'm not sure why oh okay Interesting. they confuse it with email yeah i guess so yeah that could be it <laughs> so there you go well what else yep. and anything any last pieces of advice just be smart on the internet just mm-hmm. don't do anything that you know could get you in trouble and you know what i mean by that in my line of business, I see a lot of customers and there's some small business customers. There's some really high-end enterprise businesses. And when I talk to these small customers, they typically always say, well, we're too small to get hacked. Uh, there's no one thinking about us. And I'm thinking, well, at my house, I've had this random guy in Austria try to hack my QNAP for like the last month. So if he's trying to get into my NAS, he's definitely trying to hack you guys. You just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, you true. might already have your stuff and you have no way to track it, right? 
Okay. So, so as a reminder, don't open emails that you, that look suspicious. Make sure you, you know, if it comes from any of those companies, make sure that you actually see the address that it's coming from. Don't click on links. If you don't know what they are and who they're from, use built-in malware software or a trusted provider like Sophos or anything like that to keep your devices protected Use a software VPN on your computers and phones, et cetera, especially if you're using public Wi-Fi and change all your passwords, get them at least 16 characters or more with all that stuff we just talked about. Use something like LastPass or 1Password and you were saying don't install anything that pops up. (laughs) (laughs) Pop-up blockers are a good thing too, by the way. Just FYI. (laughs) I wanted to add one more thing about that VPN actually, if that's okay. Absolutely. So. When I mention all VPN softwares are not created equally, if you have to think about turning on the VPN, you probably don't want to use that software because you're not going to turn it on. You're going to forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Cloudflare has 1.1.1.1, which is the name of their app. That's a free VPN that you can install on any of your devices. I think it's iPhone and Android compatible right now. And it allows you to uh, whitelist access point. So you can say, I want my access point of my house whitelisted. So it never turns on, but any other Wi-Fi you connect to, it automatically turns on at that point. So you're not thinking about having to turn on the VPN. If the Wi-Fi SSID is not in the whitelist, it's going to turn on. Sure. And that's four ones with dots between them, right? That's correct. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice, Carl. Well, thank you very much for, for doing this. Yeah. Lord, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate this. This was good. I've, I feel like, you know, some of the stuff I've experienced recently, obviously you were mentioning that you've been even tried. People have been trying to hack you too. And it's like, yeah, how many of us are having this happen to us? And we have no idea, you know, those right. of us that no are idea. savvy enough to either know and, or look for this kind of stuff. And then the rest of us don't have a freaking clue that's going on. So it is something that's obviously a problem. We're probably each and every one of us affected somehow, but all that to be said, protect yourself. Those are some great ideas, great advice. And I know you got to run, but thanks for your time, man. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Good talking to you both. I mean, as always, have a good one. We'll talk to you you soon, man. All right. Well, I hope you got something great out of that. I know I did. In fact, I've implemented a lot of those tips and tools and things that Lord Thunder just mentioned. And so far, so good. Implementing additional things, by the way, I'm actually, my goal is to protect our network from a hardware standpoint. That's a little bit more advanced and detailed, and I'm still trying to figure a lot of that on my own. But, you know, thanks to the help of Lord Thunder and Mike and some of the other Game Night guys, we're kicking some butt, man. It's going to be fun. Rock. Rocket. All right. So now I would like you to stay a while and listen to some music. Okay, I've got four new songs here, new-ish, that I just want to share with you. They're actually all calm and chill. (laughs) That's kind of funny. I didn't mean to do that, but they're just so good. So here you go. I've mentioned Machine Heart before. I picked out a new song. It's the new album, but I like to pick out a couple songs at a time and listen to them and then, you know, recycle those and move into the next quote new song. This one's called Let You Down. Check it out. It's good. There's a new Flurry song, and I'm a huge fan of Flurry. You guys know that. Turn You Into Stone. It's new. It's nice. It's a, a little, you know, ethereal at times. Flora Cash, I Wasted You. This is an interesting duet. It's bizarre at first, and it really grew on me for some reason, but it's very interesting. You might like it. And then Simmel, it's S-Y-M-L, but it's pronounced Simmel. He did an awesome duet, and it was partial French, partial English, and I've had it on my list now for, I think, about a year. 
So it's called Where's My Love. It's a duet with Lily Kershaw. Very good, though. Like I said, some French in it as well. But he has a new song out, and he, it's, so, it's so funny. He has such a high tenor voice that he almost at times doesn't even sound like a man. Sounds like a woman. So at times I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a dude singing. Anyway, Simmel, really, really good. It's called Wildfire. Check those four songs out. Like I said, they're calm, chill. Speaking of Spotify... Yeah, so this part I'm going to call Captain Influence's untimely FYI oh. because I'm always so far behind on everything, right? Yeah. So, but this is fairly recent. And a lot of you, if, if any of you have a Spotify premium account, which I know a lot of you do. I do. Yeah, I do too. And premium doesn't mean much. It just means you have a full Spotify subscription. They've recently teamed up with Hulu, finally. Really? And if you have that account, you can log in through Spotify into Hulu with your same Spotify uh, username and password. What? And, and you have that subscription now. Are you it's serious? The, yeah. It is the with commercials subscription. So you have to watch commercials, but you get it for free. Oh so my gosh. I now have Hulu finally. And so I'm finally watching The Last Ship. I'm finally watching The Orville. Oh. I can finally watch uh, all the new, the last couple seasons of South Park that I couldn't watch online anymore. Remember I'm that? just super excited. Yeah, remember, remember, yeah, remember the remember the South Park episode you missed? Remember that? Yeah, so I'm really excited. And if you didn't know that, you probably got an email from them that told you because that's how I knew. And I thought it might be a you know I was very careful. I thought it might be a phishing scam. So I went online and searched, and sure enough, it's true. So I had signed up, and I'm very oh happy. Oh my gosh! So yeah. do you have to sign up through? I've never done this, and I'm so excited now. Do you have to sign up through Spotify then? No, well, uh, so you go to Hulu and you basically, it was really easy. It took like two minutes. You hit sign up. Everything through Hulu is billed through Spotify now. It's like Spotify bought Hulu. I don't know what the exact situation is, but you literally just type in your Spotify use, uh, email and your password for Spotify and you've got Hulu all of a sudden. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try it out. I'm very excited. They make it easy. Yeah. Cloak and Dagger update. I got through season one. Finally, I mentioned it was very slow and it still is very slow. It's very interesting still. I like it. And I said this is that it kind of reminds me that I have to relax, slow down and not be so attached to the fast paced action that we're so addicted to and like indoctrinated with right now. And so from that perspective, I really enjoy Cloak and Dagger. It's slower. It's nice. It's got a very interesting story. And I can see why it hasn't been rated as well, because people are just addicted to fast action, but it's good. Oh, well, I'll tell you, speaking of slow, yeah, the first two episodes of Game of Thrones season eight, slowest TV I've watched in a long time. I've heard so, that. I mean, it's still awesome because it's Game of Thrones, but, but it's easily the two slowest episodes of the entire series, hands down. Wow. But the next episode is going to be a big one. So yeah, they felt the need to really build up to the third episode. <laughs> so sure. Sure. Yeah. But Oh, one more thing. Star Trek discovery season two is, is officially done as of last week, I think. And it ended really strong. Fantastic season. Good. Good Lord. I can't say enough good things about it. The last episode even had this really very Battlestar Galactica esque battle in it. That was just really well done. Wow. And so, yeah, it's quite a watch. So, yeah, I will watch it. I oh, mentioned the first two episodes just didn't draw me in, but it's Star Trek. Right. I will watch it. It's just maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind for it. I don't know. Yeah. And I was a little worried because they ended this season in a way that could have just ended the series if they wanted to at the end of that episode. But I did confirm that CBS has 
they're going to do a third season for sure. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I am worried about Orville and the rookie because both of them are unknown at this point for renewal. And I'm like, seriously, people, Oh, yeah. come on, you know, and then they keep, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's hope they renew well, the rookies. Fantastic. They need to renew it. Orville has had, as I've mentioned, some of the best sci-fi episodes I've seen in a long time and they've had some not so good ones. So I, I, I hope it works out because it's a good show. Well, overall. discovery got picked up for season three, halfway through season two. So it's not too late. Yeah. No, not at all. It's still early enough. Avengers Endgame. It's out. I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, I've only seen some of the recent movies. I want to say I've only seen them once. Some in, in the theater, never watched them again. Some of the older movies, of course, I've seen multiple times, but I got to thinking I need to kind of refresh my brain as to what's going on because I know that with Endgame, there's going to be stuff in there. Like if you're not refreshed enough, you could be lost or at least you're at the very least you're going to miss things. So I went through, I did a little bit of research to figure out what are the most necessary ones to rewatch. And of course, if you have time, watch them all have fun. But if you really don't have a lot of time and you want to get to see the movie as soon as possible, you know, you're not going to have a whole lot of time to watch much. So I went through and I picked a pretty small list and we'll go from there. You ready? Yeah, it's a good list. Go ahead. So if you really want to see the intro to the infinity stones, i.e. the Tesseract Captain America, the first Avenger, watch that you'll get a little bit of an explanation on what's going on and what kind of power it has, but it's not necessary for Endgame from what I've been researching and from what I remember. I did not go back and watch Captain America, the first Avenger, but if you want to, you can. Now, of course, Avengers, watch that, the original, unless you've seen it a thousand times, in which case, you know, you know it. But ideally, obviously, though, that introduces the Infinity Stones in a way that ties into Endgame. So, and it's a good movie. Now, I read where someone was saying that Iron Man 3 could be a good refresher because of his wall of suits. He destroys them, but there's a rumor that they're going to be making a reappearance in Endgame in some way or another. Now, Hmm. that may be a time travel issue. That may not. I don't know, but who knows if they're even going to do it or not. So it's not a necessity to go back and watch Iron Man 3 again. I'm probably going to go back and rewatch it later, but likely I won't be watching it prior to seeing Endgame just because of time. But anyway, they're just throwing that one out. Captain America Winter Soldier, really that's only necessary if you want to rewatch the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how that affects kind of the future of where the, the story is going. I did not go back and rewatch that as well. Guardians of the Galaxy, however, definitely if you, if you want to know what the Infinity Stone explanation is, there's a pretty big scene in there where they explain the Infinity Stones the fact that there's six of them, they're fragments of the original, what they call it, the realms or something like that. It was, I don't even remember the the term that they used. And then, of course, the universe, quote, explodes from that and they all get reduced into these fragments. So go and watch Guardians of the Galaxy if you have time. That's definitely a good explanation and also how the collector comes in and the various and it's, stones as well. It's such a fun movie. It really is. It's so good. Yeah. Now, I did see where someone was listing Avengers Age of Ultron as something that was necessary to watch. I don't know, because I went back and kind of skipped through it. I didn't watch the whole thing because Age of Ultron was never one of my favorite movies of the Marvel Universe. It was eh. there are a couple of characters that are in both Infinity War and Endgame that are introduced in Correct. that movie. And that so, would yeah, be yeah. the reason to watch it. Yeah, right. So if you want the introduction of some of those characters, you can't remember how they were a part of it feel free to watch it end credits. If you have access to the movies, go back and watch all of those little scenes in the mid and end credits for sure. That does help. And I mean, that takes you 
you know, a few minutes. Or go to YouTube and I bet there's some good videos of just the end credit scenes that you can watch. Yeah. Because they are helpful. You know, there's like, oh, okay, that happened there. Okay, that happened there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So definitely worth it. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. I like it in the sense it's a good movie. But again, there's not a lot in there about the whole Infinity Stone story. But once again, it's the state of the Avengers. It's the relationships. It's the characters. It's the tension between these characters. So it's a good thing because I personally think I could be wrong here, but I personally think that these relationships and all the tensions that happened in Civil War are going to have quite a bit of an impact on Endgame, I think. Mm. But I could be wrong. Doctor Strange, I would say this is very likely essential to what happens in Endgame. My theory is that we're going to see the Time Stone again. And the Time Stone Mm. is introduced and explained in Doctor Strange, and it's extremely dangerous if it's not wielded correctly. And there's a lot of stuff in there about that. It's worth watching if you haven't seen it in a while. I rewatched it right before Infinity War, so I'm refreshed enough on that one. But if you're not refreshed, it's, it's worth watching because it will. I, I seriously think the time stone is going to be one of the undoings of what happens with Thanos. But again, could and be wrong. Dr. Strange, in my opinion, is the most visually striking of all the Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, what's funny is the first time I watched it, I was just like, yeah, it was all right. And I went back and rewatched it again last year with before Infinity War. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this movie was amazing and there's so much in it that I did not notice the first time. Yeah. It's it's kind of complicated in a good way. Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok not necessarily suggested as much to watch. I'm going to be rewatching them because I've only seen them once in the theater. And again, there's some character stuff that goes on, you know, the whole thing of Hulk disappearing at the end of Age of Ultron and reappearing in Thor Ragnarok. You know, when I watched Thor Ragnarok, I was like, what happened? And so I want to go back and kind of see what's going on. Because again, I think it kind of impacts some of the characters and the decisions they make in Endgame. But I don't know if it's essential to the storyline or not. So Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok, totally up to you on that one. I'm going to do it. And they're good movies, of course. Black Panther, same kind of thing. I'm not sure. I can't remember if there was much in the way of the Infinity Stone storyline in there. But again, I'm going to rewatch it because I know that the soldiers of Wakanda have a huge role in infinity war. And I also believe they have a huge role in Endgame too. So I think it's worth rewatching black Panther for sure. Yeah, I, I think so. So I'm going to recommend that one for sure. And then of course, definitely watch Avengers infinity war <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, I mean, it's just the pinnacle of the Marvel films yeah. hands down. So, yeah. So I would say that the must watches are Avengers guardians of the galaxy. The first one, captain America, civil war, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok. I'm going to do it, but I think they're optional. And then, of course, Captain America, First Avenger, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, definitely optional. And the rest of the movies, you know, that we didn't just talk about, I don't think they have really any necessity as far as storyline goes for Endgame. So, you you know what I wonder is if I haven't checked this, but if there's any mashup video on YouTube you can watch that basically goes through from very beginning all the way up through the end of infinity war, just a mashup of clips that I'm sure give you the gist of everything. I bet there is unless it's a copyright issue and that keeps getting pulled. Who knows? But yeah, but if you can find that, that would be awesome. There you go. I'm excited. It's been kind of fun going back and rewatching some of them. I'm excited. Woohoo. All right. Well, I think that is it for us this week. Protect yourself online, cover your butts, have some fun, 
Go watch your Marvel movies. Have a good time. Tell us what you think of Infinity War. And do not forget to get in your journey to the future desires. Record yourself, as I've said, written or recorded, doesn't matter. But please send something. I mean, really, it would be so much fun to share your stuff on our show next week. It's going to be a good time. Indeed. (laughs) All right. Well, before we leave, as always, we have the most inspiring thing ever. It's just guaranteed to change your life. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. Wouldn't it be fun if internet trolls lived under bridges and only bothered you if you tried to cross overhead? I wonder if they'd charge a troll toll in bitcoins. How would that transaction even work? Well, you know what the music means. Our time is up. Well, thank you, Captain Influence. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Real Brian. And thank you, Lord Thunder, for joining us, even though he already left. What a load. Uh, In and out, man. I know. Eh, In and out, man. That's his new (laughs) nickname. Have a glorious week. RealBrianShow.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you all. Real Brian Show signing off. Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514MediaEmpire.com.